Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Reboot Game Talk. Today we have a lot of games to talk about, and there are some things that I did say I will not cover, and I will do my best to say it in a way that doesn't really say its name. Um, but you probably know what game I'm going to talk about. So before any further ado, let's start the episode. So, like I said, there's a particular game that I boycotted. Um, not the devs, mind you, but rather the publisher, who uh, basically tortures um, the people into working and working and giving out a completely incomplete game, a game that deserves more time in the oven, but they are forcing them giving them less time than they should have had. I'm probably sure you all know which game I'm talking about right now because it's all over the internet. The beta is all over the internet and it's not looking good. It's terrible. It has so many bugs. In fact, on Xbox Series X, it's like having so much artifacts that it looks like a creepy, I don't know, futuristic game that causes seizures. So the thing is, um, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to give them any limelight any more than they deserve, which currently they deserve none, given everything. But I'm going to say again that I did tell you guys that this game was going to be incomplete, that this game was not in a good condition, that this game was being rushed, developers were not in a good um, situation at all, they needed more time, and this is the result. This is the thing you're seeing. Right now, the beta is not even working. On many consoles, it has so many issues. So many people are saying that, hey, this is just a copy and paste of Modern Warfare. What the hell is this? I don't understand why some people used to defend this game, but I'm telling you that this is not the way. If you really want that particular game series to get better and better, you guys need to stand up. It's not by not buying the game. Because if you don't buy the game, the devs will be the ones who are uh, being blamed. They will blame the devs and things will get worse for the studio. The better option is to not buy the game and at the same time, let your voices be heard. Tell them. Tell them that, hey, this is not the way. Give your games more time. You don't have to put out a game every year. Many people say that, well, yeah, they keep working on it for three years. It's a cycle. It is not. Unfortunately, most of the time, they have to help the other studios so that that one year can be done quicker. It is not a three-year development time. They have issues with that. They don't spend all their time on it. Besides, sometimes they change their engine mid-development. Sometimes the whole game changes mid-development. And this is not the way. I urge you guys 
please do something about this. Do not stand for this kind of behavior. The game sucks. Yes. Is it developer's fault? Hell no. Is it the publisher's fault? Definitely yes. So make them hear your voice. Thank you for listening. So, this was the thing I wanted to talk about. I'm glad that I did, even if I did not say anything about them, because they don't deserve their names to be mentioned. Anyways, as you know, Tokyo Game Show is very close. We still have a ways, a little ways to go, but it is close. So we are seeing many, many different um, teasers coming out. The first one was from Sega, showcasing a new RPG and the website. The new RPG is supposedly a smartphone game, and uh, it's not probably an IP that we know, but it seems very exciting. I'm actually super excited for it. Because, you know, it's an RPG, JRPG. Why not? <laughs> so, we don't know what the game is about. But apparently it will be showcased at TGS. So, we gotta wait. Um, at the same time, we heard that Tales of Arise has sold more than 1 million copies. Being the fastest game in Tales of series to achieve this. So, congratulations, Tales of Arise. I haven't had a chance to buy it and play it yet. But I'm so happy that it's doing really well. I gotta say, after that performance in Gamescom, I think many people wanted to buy it. <laughs> Anyways, after that, Persona 25th Anniversary had, if you remember, had two secret stuff that wasn't that weren't revealed when we um, when we saw the list. So it turns out that those two secrets stuff is basically one of them is um that art that we all saw which was basically persona 25th anniversary uh which all protagonists were standing or sitting on a couch and um, that's one of them and the other one is igor in a promotional poster that was for persona 4 a long time ago so yeah Nothing Persona 6 related yet, or any other game. Here's the thing. I think that maybe this is even fake. Maybe they did it on purpose so people wouldn't go looking for actual leaks. I don't know. But something tells me that something is fishy here. <laughs> it's not exactly a secret, especially when you actually show one of them and the other one was shown years ago. So... I don't know, but at the same time, people are saying that Atlas does this kind of stuff that they sell very expensive shit for their fans. But my thing is that I know that there is going to be a new game announced. I don't know whether it is Persona 5 Ultimax, whether it's going to be Persona 4 Golden Remake again, or a port. I, I would love a port. I would flip if there was a port of Persona 4 Golden. I know I already bought it on Vita, but screw it. I'm going to play it on PS4, PS5 again. Um, there's also a rumor going around without any evidence that maybe Persona 3 is getting the remake treatment. I highly doubt that. I think that at most we're going to see these games ported to the new generation. 
makes more sense. Um, I don't think that Atlas wants to spend more time on old IPs when it can actually spend more time with Persona 6. So, I'm really waiting for Persona 6. I, I, I remember when people said that there's a rumor it's going to appear in PlayStation Showcase. I said, hell no. Atlas is not going to do that. I know that it's going to definitely be a an exclusive for PlayStation, but they're not going to showcase it now when they can actually showcase it at their own event, at their own 25th anniversary. It's a big deal. Why would they do that? And it turns out, yeah, it didn't appear. Anyways, there's also a rumor going around that PlayStation will have another event in December, just like the old times when we had PSX or PlayStation Experience. Um, I don't know how reliable this information is. So don't quote me on it. Don't go saying around that he said it as well. Because I'm just saying what people are saying. So PlayStation Showcase will apparently come back in December. And apparently we will see PlayStation VR 2 being fully introduced with the headset and everything. And maybe the pricing and availability. I'm not sure exactly if all that would happen. But they said that apparently this is a focused event for PSVR 2. Just a recap. From what we know... It will support PSVR games. It will probably be wireless. It will be a little bit smaller. It will have a much bigger field of vision. It will have um, great resolution. It will have support for also non-VR games, based on a rumor that I read before, that it it's like, you know, when you use a VR headset on content that isn't VR, so it tries to simulate it. They're saying that kind of thing happens, uh, and they're testing some games with it, especially Spider-Man, apparently, um, and that we have so many games in development for it. Right now, I think GT7 will have PlayStation VR support. It's obvious that it will have that kind of support. I think the VR support will be for PS4 and VR2 for GT7, PS5. Um, I don't think that they're going to use the normal VR for... PS5 version, especially if VR2 can come, you know, uh, down the line and support it. Um, as for other games that are absolutely in development for this, I don't know, but I would flip if they said Evil Village can actually be played with PSVR2 because I didn't ever play with PSVR back when it came out. And I'm super excited. If I get to do it with VR2, especially with the haptic feedback and, you know, new controllers and um, the adaptive triggers. So I would definitely love to play Village like that. I would definitely not do the Mercenaries mode like that because screw you. I mean, why is that trophy so hard? I have to keep saying it in every episode. So screw it. Um, they said that they they also held back some titles just so they can showcase it at that event. One of these titles is apparently a game being made by Fire Sprite Studios, which apparently is a Horizon game. And as far as we know, it is not a current Horizon game that we know of. It's a completely new one. So get excited if you're a Horizon fan. Um, speaking of, we also are hearing rumors <laughs> that Apparently, Microsoft is getting ready to get another acquisition. However, this rumor is coming from a very unreliable source. 
believe it or not, this rumor started out with um, a few um, influencers tweeting out cryptic stuff, and this led people to think that something is going to happen. So first person that did it was Colt Eastwood, who actually posted before Sony's event, saying that, hey, Microsoft is quiet, they have a storm coming. Here's the thing, Mr. Eastwood, how is Microsoft quiet? They had an event a little while before that. They keep having events. How are they quiet? Please explain. I want to know what is quiet to Microsoft. Not talking for a day? Anyways, he posted that. Then Nick Chappelle did the same thing. Not saying Microsoft, but I think he just posted the um, GIF from Friends, Joey, where he's like shocked. Then somebody else did the same and said that, hey, I came out of a meeting and I'm so excited. So based on that, people thought that an acquisition was about to happen. I don't know. I have no clue. But I'm just saying that, you know, it doesn't make any sense that suddenly Microsoft decides to do another acquisition. So people are hoping for any Japanese publisher and studio. But let me tell you, it's basically law down there. You cannot buy a Japanese studio. You can't. Even if a Japanese studio were to buy another one, or let's say publisher, someone as big as, for example, Square and Sony, they cannot buy themselves. They have to do a partnership. So it's a big difference. As for Take-Two, which people are hoping again, I don't know why, it's the same case. You can't do it because it's a public company. So everyone would know before they can actually announce anything. Remember when Tencent bought a little bit of a share from Take-Two? So same thing. Can't happen. It has to be public. So sorry on that front. Also, um, another thing that people unfortunately don't realize is that Microsoft needs to work with the studios it currently has. It has 20 free studios. There are many publishers out there with less than that, and they're doing amazingly well. I'm talking quality-wise, not sales-wise. For example, Bethesda had, um, I think, around 13 or it's, I kind of got it mixed up with the announcement. But I think it was eight. If I'm right, it was eight. Sorry, eight. Eight studios. So just give me a sec. I don't want to be wrong here. I'm kind of confused because, you know, I know that it was um, eight or 13 because that's how the amount came out to. Eight. Yes, sorry. So eight. They had eight studios and they made amazing games. Barring, of course, Fallout 76. They made amazing games. So Microsoft doesn't need more studios because you can see that if you manage it well, you can make great games. Sales is a different thing altogether. I don't think that games like Wolfenstein, um, Doom, or Dishonored deserved the sales numbers they got. It should have been way more and I actually thought it was way more. The amount that they had, it was just sad for me because I loved all these games. And I thought that they sold bangers. Now that I see they didn't, it's kind of sad. So, and right now they're going to Game Pass. So, <laughs> all their hopes are on other platforms to sell. 
I really don't understand how Game Pass is supposed to work. I really don't. Like, you have that many people excited for a platform. They're going to play it there. And if they're actually exclusive, so how are you going to make money? <laughs> Somebody please explain this to me. To this day, I still don't understand why people are excited that it's coming to Game Pass. I know, because it's free for you. How do the developers make money? What's the plan there? How are you going to save them? I have no clue. So anyways, um, that that's, yeah, that's the thing that Microsoft needs to manage the things it currently has. It will make more sense. I mean, think about it. If they can actually um, make a good management down there to use these 20 plus studios that they have, they will make way more money, way more games without the need to actually um, go ahead and buy more studios because they don't need more studios. They have more than enough studios for now. All they need right now is great management. Put out as many games as you possibly can in the best way possible. So sorry, Microsoft, but I'm not on board with you buying another one because that's just like the American way. You just think that, yeah, this is the best way that we can do it without actually trying to do it. I know people will probably be mad and say that, no, you don't understand. Microsoft has the money. Good for them that they have money. Sure. But are they producing amazing games? No, not yet, because they're still trying to manage. You don't need any more extra baggage when you actually need to learn how to manage that many studios. Before that, you couldn't manage that many. Now you have much more than you possibly can. So I don't know. I, I'm not on board on that. I'm not saying it just because it can cause a monopoly. Um, and probably they will be investigated. But the thing is that, yeah, Microsoft, why don't you just start to, you know, do better? And continue with what you have forever and ever, just like everyone else. I'm not saying that, for example, studios should not, publishers should not buy studios. For example, if Sony wants to buy a studio, depends on that studio, because they have a relationship. For example, Bethesda has a relationship with my, uh, Microsoft, so it made sense to buy them out. Barring the fact that PlayStation was interested and they actually spent some money on some of the exclusives so they could see how they turn out. So maybe they would buy them. But Microsoft just bought them out outright. They were maybe they heard about it, so they were scared. I don't know. But the thing is that at this point, you know, I think it depends. Like for example, if you're buying a big publisher like Ubisoft or Take Two, that's a big no-no. But if you're buying a smaller studio that deserves the support of a bigger publisher, I'm on board. It's like Double Fine. If Double Fine wasn't bought out by Microsoft, we wouldn't have seen the game do this well or just you just you know become better than what it was because they helped. Speaking of Psychonauts and you know, double fine. Apparently, the game didn't break into digital top 20. It's kind of weird because, well, yeah, if we're talking about digital, so most of it was on Xbox and it was on Game Pass, so it doesn't turn up as sales. At the same time, unfortunately, this shows that people on PlayStation didn't really buy that much to warrant a top 20 as well. 
I hate the fact that Psychonauts is not doing well in sales. I don't know if this is the actual case with it not doing well. Because, I don't know, at this point you could probably say that it's doing well for itself. But here's the thing. How is this game doing in terms of sales overall with the Game Pass? Is it really making money? Because it's confusing to me. I just keep thinking, like, how are they making money? How is it helping Double Fine? I know that Microsoft paid for the budget and they made it better and better, but how are we doing this? I don't know. I'm I'm just excited for this game. I haven't played it yet. And um, I definitely want to play it. I definitely want to see how amazing it is. Because I know it will be amazing. So... I don't know. It's just weird. It's just super duper weird that we, uh, that you know, we don't see it in top twenty. I expected way more, and I hope that the game did well enough for Tim Schafer. However, they said that they are not looking to make a third one. This has nothing to do with the sales, by the way. If you're curious, it doesn't. It's basically because you know the story and everything. He's not sure where he wants to take it. And, you know, I think he's doing the right thing. If you don't have a clear idea, why spend time doing that kind of thing? So maybe we'll see another game from them. But uh, for now, Psychonauts 3, unfortunately, is not on the table because Tim doesn't have any idea what to do. And I respect that. Also, if you're a fan of Monster Hunter rise if you keep playing it there's a collaboration with Mega Man that's coming on september 24th fall guys is also having a collaboration for kenna bridge of spirits so um i think the costumes are supposed to come out in just a few days and they will cost 10 10 crowns altogether so um if you're a fan of it do it um also judgment judgment the new game Lost Judgment came out and it has a score of 83 on Metacritic. People are loving it. They're saying it's so good and it's improved everything from the first game. I'm definitely buying this game. I actually tried to maybe get a review code. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. So I'm still going to work hard on my podcasts, making sure that I can one day get it. So, um, it's probably a, probably an amazing game, so definitely go out and buy that. Please support this game. It deserves all the love that it can. It has the combat of Yakuza, but the story and charm of its own, and it's simply beautiful. And the fact that they expanded everything to give it its own feel and different feel from Yakuza, it makes me so happy. It makes me very happy. Nintendo has filed an FCC listing for a new controller with the model number HAC 043. The previous one, 042, was for wireless SNES controller. So we don't know which one this might be. It might be the Nintendo 64 controller. God save us all. I hated that controller. Why would you put out a big ass horn kind of thing in the middle of a controller? Why? I mean, I think people would buy it because they like the design and they have memories with it, but yikes, no, no thanks for me. 
I don't have a Switch, but even if I had one, I wouldn't buy that. I would buy the SNES controller. Also, PlayStation 5, CFI 11.00, the new version of PlayStation 5 that had a smaller heatsink has been tested by Digital Foundry and Nick Gamer Nexus. So apparently there isn't a huge difference. It dissipates more heat. That is for true, but that doesn't mean that it runs hotter. No, in fact, it actually runs a bit cooler, but the performance is mainly the same across the board when you compare it with a normal PS5. So it's not the big difference people thought it would be. And it didn't cause that much controversy. Speaking of controversy, <laughs> Steve Austin, bro, you gotta issue an apology. I I'm just gonna say this and then I'm gonna move to the other topic I wanted to talk about. Mr. Austin, I don't know you that much. I know you from some videos that Linus talks to you or talks about you. But the thing is that, as I understand it, you really don't have a great knowledge of computers. I have seen Linus do many heat tests. He always tests the GPU and CPU, not the exhaust. So either you didn't know how to open the PS5, you didn't know where the CPU was laying. Either way, it shows that you're not really confident in your abilities. I would trust Linus way more with this kind of stuff than I would ever try to trust you. And I just hope that you're man enough to simply issue an apology and say that, hey, yeah, we screwed up. We didn't know what we're talking about. And I hope they will be fine. Because I'm not saying that you damage any brand or anything. You're not that big to do that kind of thing. But the point is that misinformation is a bad thing. Even if I were to actually do a misinformed you know, episode, I would definitely come out and say sorry. Because we're not all knowing. And I'm not really looking for clicks or plays or anything like that. I'm just trying to get the information out. I just hope that you consider this. You'll be a big man for doing it, but I know you will never do it. YouTube, huh? <laughs> Anyways. Um, speaking of controversy, as I said, GT7 had some new details come out thanks to, the, uh, thanks to an interview with the director. Apparently, the game will not have ray tracing when you're playing it yourself, but it will have ray tracing in replays and garage. So, is it bad? Hell no. Why is it bad? Why do, why do people think that GT7 not having ray tracing is a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. Because most of the time, I think that for people, they will spend their time with the in-car camera. Like, I think it's actually in um, first-person view. So, you don't need ray tracing inside a car. And if you're playing in the third-person kind of camera, outside of the car, you're focused on racing, not on ray tracing. But if you got a good race, or maybe you want a good screenshot, in replay, you get that ray tracing. Why is it a bad thing? People think that it should have, because you know ray tracing decreases the performance. Why should we use it? So, I'm happy that it doesn't happen. I thought that it could handle it, that's why I was excited, but now that I understand that no, it doesn't, and there's a reason for it, I'm saying, okay, whatever, I'm cool, as long as the game is good, as long as it looks this phenomenal, I don't give a crap about ray tracing, because the game looks phenomenal already, why would it need that? Um, also, the controversy that, it's, that it did start, aside from this, was the online only. Uh, 
the problem is that the game like GT Sport is online only and that sucks because the story mode is online and apparently it doesn't need PS Plus for that particular mode but for every other mode you need online there's only one mode that you don't um, which is arcade and it's because that you know saves cannot be tampered with so that's the reason he gave the saves can be tampered with so you have to play everything online but the features that the game has it's that it has real-time weather simulation and time improved version of GT Sport damage model they said it's basically the same but improved Im improved ver uh, I said that crossplay uh, between PS4 and PS5 they did not talk about PSVR so we don't know whether it's supposed PS PSVR 1 and 2 but I'm guessing that since it's coming out in March there's a good um, reason to believe that we'll see more at the December event if it is real why not and they are interested in bringing back more past features from the old games so yeah it's pretty cool we gotta wait to see you know how it turns out but I'm very excited for GT I didn't buy GT 6 because I didn't like GT 5 that much I thought it was a disappointment and now I'm excited for 7 hopefully it'll be great I haven't played the sport as well it's been a long time since I played GT maybe I should buy GT sport just rekindle my relationship with GT wow 5 really disappointed me huh Wipeout Rush has been announced coming early 2022 to iOS and Android. Unfortunately, as much as I love Wipeout, this is a card-based racing game. So yeah, I hope it's a good game because otherwise then it would then it would suck. Yikes. Speaking of things sucking, see how many segues I'm doing? <laughs> I thought that God of War Ragnarok deserved more time to basically have three games instead of two games because the story that they're trying to say it's probably way too much and it will have problems I actually did replay the first one um, just you know yesterday I finished it and it was really awesome but the um, the reason that they said that they have no choice but to do it with two games is that they said that they had such a difficulty making these two games because it took them five years each time so they don't want to make pe people wait 15 years for a game for saga to end so they decided on two as for the story and stuff like that we don't know how long it'll be I'm guessing that yeah maybe that 40 hours just story was probably right I mean it makes more sense but I just hope that they have enough time to actually tell the story as best as they possibly can. So that's the reason. They don't want to wait too much. Um, you know, they don't want to make people wait too much for that. So that was it. That's for um, Ragnarok. Also, former Capcom USA CEO Kichiro Rata has joined Sony. We don't know exactly what... What's he's gonna do? We know a little bit. We know a little bit. It's gonna be relations type deal. But I think that maybe he's going to help create the Japan studio, the new Japan studio that they are doing. I don't know, but I'm super excited. They did say that you know they were making a new Japan studio, 
and it was a rumor, but it seems like it's probably, um, uh, probably you know, real at this point. Um, uh, anyways, Battlefield 2042 has been delayed to November 19. So far, the open beta has been delayed as well. I was super excited to play, but it has been um, delayed as well. Um, the reason for it, obviously, is that they need more time to polish and to make the game look even better and better. Uh, I hope that, you know, they do it well. I hope that they, um, they do the best that they can. Because it seems that all these FPS games are having issues. And Halo is the main one, not having most of the modes that made it Halo available. Battlefield is having problems. The other game that we talked about is also having problems. So at this point, just, I don't know, spend more time? Screw the holiday release? Give us a complete game. That's what we like. Anthony Mackie has been chosen to play John Doe in Twisted Metal live action series. I don't know if he's going to be the same character that he that that it is in the games because that guy is a skinhead and he's white, so that's why he's a skinhead. I don't know if Anthony Mackie is going to play that same character. Hopefully not. But he's there. He's there, and mind you, this is not the same as Sweet Tooth. Many people who are reporting this are also putting his image next to Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is a different character. He has that mask and all, and he's a different guy. John Doe was a guy that appeared in Twisted Metal Black, I think. So, not the same, but I can't even say if they're close. They're not even close, no. But the story is actually cool. If you played the games or if you want to play them on PS Now or anything, play it and say. Uh, cool story, cool story, but I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Pulse 3D headphones have revealed a new color, Midnight Black. Hopefully this means that we will have a red one as well very soon. However, as for now, the Midnight Black will be launching next month, so if you want, you can probably go pre-order it right now. The new PS5 firmware update has dropped. If you haven't got it now for some reason, if you own a PS5 and you didn't get it yet, please go get it because it's awesome. You get access to M.2 SSD. You get access to new trophy system. Thank God it looks beautiful right now. It's now vertical instead of horizontal. You get the chance to actually do um, trophy tracking in a better way, like tracking five trophies at once. It's kind of a cool system. I like it. Um, you can rearrange your buttons in the command center. You can um, basically take some of them out, put some of them in. It's pretty cool that you can actually do this now. Some people couldn't find the power button. I hope they can now. It's a bit difficult, I know. Anyways, aside from that, what else have they added? Oh, yeah, the uh, you can now chat with your friends or you know, basically by chat, I mean, like if you wanted to type with your friends right from the command center. I didn't use it that much. Game center, basically, has changed and upgraded. Also, you have 3D audio, which I did test out, and it was so good. So good. Really good. Like, really awesome. So, 3D audio was supposed to come out for TV speakers, and now it does. And by TV speakers, you can actually use your soundbar as well. Previously, the soundbar didn't really do well with 3D audio. Now it seems that it's improved. Thank God. So... How to do it, this is like a you know, little tutorial. Basically, 
go to settings, go to sound, you will see the free audio for TV speakers there. You turn it on, then you have to basically adjust it. So what you do is you grab your controller, take it out of the mute, if it is mute, so you'll know if it's blinking orange. So if it is out of that, sit where you usually sit to play video games. Um, hold it close to your face and let the test run itself. It's basically two sounds like something like that. This usually happens with many sound bars as well when you're setting them up so that they know where you are and how to do it. But they usually have a small microphone. So since, you know, DualSense has that microphone, you don't need an extra microphone. So just sit where you are and just it does it and it works beautifully it will take a little time for you to adjust because it's weird like you know suddenly you're hearing stuff from here and there but when you adjust it's so good and it actually works beautifully because it spends time on that special audio on the special thing that it should do i mean for example bass when you when you're for example i was playing god of war i don't know how it had that i think it it's like a simulation for every game. So those that have it supposedly natively, so like Resident Evil Village, I will try it on them as well. But it was so cool because, you know, it spent more time and um, worked harder on, for example, the bass. So even if the volume was low, the bass was still high. So you would still get that freaky feeling, like, you know, suddenly something's attacking, like, boom! It felt, felt really, really good. So definitely turn it on. Because now you don't need a special thing, you just need a TV speaker. And if you have a soundbar, turn it on. I mean, of course, TVs don't have that much bass. But if you have a soundbar, definitely turn it on. If you don't, you're missing out. Speaking of um, M.2, so you can actually do a shot every time I say speaking of. I think I want to get you guys drunk at this point. <laughs> so let's change it. Uh, when we're talking about SSDs and you're know, being turned on in the new uh, firmware, apparently Sony is doing its own PS5 SSDs. However, it's not doing it itself. It's working with another company, and that company is creating it for Sony. Remember, I did say that Sony doesn't have the necessary components to do it themselves, so they will ask somebody else to do it for them. However, the thing that's weird is that we don't have the PlayStation branding or Sony branding for these SSDs. They are made specifically for PS5, but their branding is now nowhere to be found. So you need to find this particular brand to know that this is specially made for PS5. Currently, they're making 1TB and 2TB, and the expectation is that it will be an aftermarket SSD and it will basically undercut everyone on the price. That's what I love about the approach Sony had. Not only do you get amazing performance, but you get amazing prices as well. Really cool, Sony. Really cool. Nice job. Also, after five years, Nintendo Switch finally has the support for Bluetooth headphones. Bluetooth devices, basically. So if you own a Nintendo Switch, get the new update, and you can use your Bluetooth headphones. Sucks, right? Doesn't it? It does suck. After many years, they decide that, yeah, let's turn it on. So easy. Why didn't we do it before? <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a new game called Colors Live that is basically a portable art studio. It comes out, it comes with a game and a um, kind of um, stylus. 
So if you have a Nintendo Switch, if you are an artist, if you want it, are done to go, why not use this? Colors Live. Out now. Pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. The Nintendo Switch version of Sonic Colors Ultimate has received a patch that reportedly fixes the seizure-inducing glitch. Yeah, but the game still has so many bugs, so please keep working on it. Thank you. Ren and Stim sorry, Ren and Stimpy have joined Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and also THQ has announced so many games, with one of them being SpongeBob, moving between realms and dimensions. Um, and they said that apparently they have 28 games yet unannounced. Jesus Christ, why? <laughs> What's your point with thinking this many games? Oi. Also, Xbox Game Pass has so many games coming to it um, for the month of September. And there's also touch controls being added to 11 more titles. So if you want to check out that list, please go to Nibel's Twitter. Thank you, Nibel, for posting so many news for me so I can actually remember what happened during the week. Um, so if you want to see the list, go to his uh, Twitter page. He's amazing. And um, we did talk about the... Uh, oh, yeah, also Dying Light 2. Yeah, getting delayed as well. Jesus, everyone's getting delayed, huh? Also, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but let's talk about it this time. There's been a leak for GeForce Now that shows the database. And there are so many games there that... People thought they were real, such as Injustice 3, Bioshock 4, God of War on PC. Unfortunately, as I did do a little bit of research, because it seemed way too good to be true, these were basically placeholders, so none of them are real. Basically, they all exist because either fans put them there, or NVIDIA just put them there because, you know, it's a possibility that one day we can see them. So... Don't get your hopes up thinking that, yeah, definitely this is happening. Because, unfortunately, they also did say that, yeah, these are not really games that are coming out. More like placeholders. I'm sorry that everyone got their hopes up, but, yeah, none of these are supposedly real. Some of them might be real. Who knows? But most of them are not. <laughs> there was an interview with Kami Kamiwa. I think so, Kamiwa and Inaba from Platinum Games, they said that if Nintendo wants to do a Star Fox Zero port for Switch, it's up to them. They have a prototype, sorry, uh, yeah, they're doing a game called Project GG that is still in prototype, but it's proceeding apace. And Takahisha Tora from Astral Chain, he's working on a new project. Awesome. Hideki Kamiya also comments on the current retro game craze and wishes for stronger game preservation by companies. Noise. Also, Little Big Planet servers and online services are going down. Forever. Sorry. Deathloop has released. It seems to be an amazing game. The scores are out of this world. It was actually 90, but now it's dropping to 88. Talking about Deathloop, there's a thing that we have to talk about later on a special episode. It's about Metacritic, and I'm not going to say what it is, not here, because it spoils the mood. 
but the game is doing really well in terms of um, critical score people are loving it of course people are also posting many funny clips about the AI apparently the AI is not really up to par it has so many issues but people love it people love the game they've been buying the game and they've been playing it and it got 10 out of 10 from GameSpot and IGN calling it amazing so I'm happy that it's doing that uh, Nintendo Switch's price was cut in Europe but not in America apparently this is because of currency exchange rates and the upcoming OLED launch of Nintendo Switch so that's why it had the price cut so cool cool why not Epic and Apple finally had the ruling and it finally ended and judge says that the Epic failed to prove that Apple is a monopolist. How did they fail? <laughs> it's so obvious. But, not surprisingly, they disliked Apple's anti-steering rules and have issued an injunction saying Apple must let game devs, uh, game app devs link out to alternate pay paying systems at the same time, they also ask that Apple has to pay a little fine. And at the same time, Epic has to pay the fine for everything related to the court. So basically, both of them lost and both of them won. I have no idea how to call this situation. Win-win, lose-lose? Maybe? Who knows? So, let's see if this is it for everything. line. Starting this week, let me just look at it. Oh yeah, I forgot this. Delta Rune Chapter Two has dropped. So if you're a fan of Delta Rune or Undertale, you should probably be super excited that we are seeing it. So yeah, it has dropped. If you're playing on PC, uh, you get to play it now. And if you're playing on consoles, you have to wait. But I think that you can play it on PC. It's it doesn't require that much. Um, you know, it doesn't need that much of a system to play it. So, play it on PC. Stay up to date. I have played the first chapter on PS4, PS5. It seems really fun. So, I'm definitely going to try it on, on PC as well. So, that was it. Thank you guys for joining this episode of Game Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope that it was informative for all of you. Um, I will probably do another throwback review this week. I don't know when. But I'll probably do it. Maybe I'll do this special episode I talked about first. Because that one is a bit more important. So hopefully it'll be um, a good episode. Anyways guys, thank you for joining me. And as always, please like, follow, share, subscribe. Whatever you can do, spread the love. Um, I also would really, really... Love it if you guys gave me a little review on either platform that you listen to. It means a lot to me. It gives me more energy to work. I'm doing this for you guys, basically. And I want to hear from you. So I would really love it if you guys told me, for example, hey, you're doing this a little better than last time, or you're doing this a little bit worse. I care about your opinions because it is basically not just for me. It's just for you know, basically for all of us. So I would really, really appreciate it if you guys uh, interacted. So I'll definitely see you guys. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was a good one. And until next time, 
on the next episode. See you guys.